ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وخيرته من خلقه وامينه على وحيه ارسله رب رحمه للعالمين وحجه على خلقي وعبادي اجمعين واسال الله ان يجعلنا من صالح امته وان يحشرنا يوم القيامه في زمرته ثم اما بعد اولا اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله سبحانه وتعالى فقد فاز المتقون first and foremost o servants of allah i advise myself and yourselves to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in open and in secret for indeed those who observe the taqwa the mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are the ones who are successful as what proceeds then Imam At-Tabarani rahimahullah ta'ala he narrated the hadith in his mu'jam an Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam من حديث شداد بن اوس رضي الله عنه قال قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that at-tabarani narrated in the hadith of shadad ibn aws may allah azza wa jalla be pleased with him that he said the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wassalam قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that the messenger of allah alayhi salatu wassalam told me and he said to me ya shadad ibn aws إذا كنز الناس الذهب والفضة فكنز هؤلاء الكلمات فليدرس شداد أن يسد أو شداد when the time comes when people treasure and store up gold and silver and they amass the adornments of the worldly life فكنز هؤلاء الكلمات then you treasure you take as a treasure the following words اللهم انا اللهم اني اسالك الثبات في الامر والعزيمه على الرشد واسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك واسالك شكر نعمتك وحسن عبادتك واسالك قلبا سليما ولسانا صادقا واسالك من خير ما تعلم واعوذ بك من شر ما تعلم واستغفرك and so the Prophet told Shadar ibn Aus to take these words, which is a dua, take these words as a treasure. And it has a powerful meaning. And it opens up with the statement of the Prophet and he says, Oh Allah, I ask you for firmness in all of my affairs, in matters of religion and in matters of dunya. And I asked you for a firm resolve upon treading the path of guidance. guidance. And I asked you for all of those things which bring about your mercy in my life. And all those matters which cause me to attain your forgiveness. And I ask you to give me the ability to thank you for your blessings. And I ask you to worship to grant me the ability to worship you in a goodly manner. 
saliman. And I ask you for a heart that is sound. And I ask you for a tongue which is truthful. And I ask you for the goodness of that which you know. And I seek refuge with you for the evil of that which you know. And I seek forgiveness from that which you know. For indeed you are the knower of the unseen. Anta alamul Al-Mubarak, and this is a blessed du'a from the Prophet It has great importance in the life of a Muslim because it contains the greatest of affairs. And that is rectification of the servant's worldly life, the servant's year after, and the servant's religion. And this du'a, it is considered to be from the Al-Baqiyat Al-Salihat. Those deeds which remain with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Baqiyat Al-Salihat. Those deeds which is stored up for the believer and the believer will find the reward of these deeds with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi dar al-akhirah. And so this is a very powerful dua that each and every single Muslim should first understand the meanings contained in it. And then he must supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of this dua, and then he must strive to implement this dua in his life. For if the believer does this in these times we are living in, the times of fitan wal fasad, this dua will be sufficient for the believer. And what shows us the importance of this dua is that the Prophet he constantly used to supplicate with his dua fi salatihi. That the Prophet used to say this dua in his prayer. The Prophet often used to supplicate with this dua in his prayer. And so the Prophet Muhammad mentioned when people take towards treasuring the worldly matters, then you take towards this dua. And so a kanz, it is something which is nafis. Al-kanz, shay'un nafis. It is something which is extremely valuable. And it is something which is stored up. Like the Prophet Muhammad said, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. He said, min kunuzil jannati. That the simple statement that we deem to be simple, it is from amongst the treasures of the year after. And so the Prophet ﷺ commanded us to take this supplication as a treasure. Because the benefit which comes from this dua, it is constant. And the benefits thereof, it never ever ceases fi dunya wal akhirah. Like Allah Azza told us in his book and he said, Al-mal wal banuna. Zinatul Hayatid Dunya Wal Bakiatus Salihat Khairun in the Rabbika Thawaban Wahirun Wahirun Amala. That Allah said that your wealth and your offspring, Zinatul Hayatid Dunya, it is an adornment of the worldly life. Wal Bakiatus Salihat. But those deeds which are righteous and remain with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Khairun. It is better than the adornment of this world. In the Rabbika thawaban wa khairun amala. It is better in reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and it is better in terms of your hopes. That the simple kalima of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, it is better than the dunya and all it contains. And so the Prophet ﷺ opens this du'a and he says, Allahumma inni as'aluka thabata fil amri. Oh Allah, I ask you for steadfastness upon this command. And this is the general du'a which the Prophet ﷺ makes, which includes istiqamah upon matters of deen and dunya. And what, what a great need the servant has for istiqamah in his life, especially in matters relating to his religion and matters relating to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it requires steadfastness from the whispers of shaitan and his misguidance. And it requires steadfastness in the qabr in the su'al al-malikayn, when he's questioned by the two angels. And he requires steadfastness when he moves over the sirat. And he requires steadfastness in front of his questioning, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of these matters, it is contained in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he mentions, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْكَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ That Allah Azza wa mentions and he says that Allah Azza wa will give steadfastness to those who believe بِالْكَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ He will give them steadfastness upon the firm word فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ in the life of this world and in the next. And Al-Kawlu Thabit, it is the statement, La ilaha illallah. That before Allah Azza wa Jal grants you steadfastness upon this word in the year after, He will make you steadfast upon this word in the dunya. That you will live your life by what this kalima necessitates of singling Allah Azza wa Jal out in worship and avoiding the worship of the false deities. And so this du'a it contains firmness in terms of all affairs and in all times and in all places. The one who supplicates by this du'a, he will attain steadfastness in all circumstances. And at all times, times of prosperity and adversity, times of fitan and times when Islam is strong. Likewise, in all places. The Prophet something goes on to say, وَالْعَزِيمَةُ عَلَى الرُّشْدِ That I ask you for al-azimah upon guidance. And al-azimah means a firm resolve upon guidance. Not just an intention to be guided, but I ask you to grant me a firm resolve upon guidance. وَمَا هِيَ رُشْدِ and what is a rushd? What is guidance? Guidance is ta'atullah wa ta'atu rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Guidance is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obedience to his messenger alayhi salatu wa salam. As Allah ajal says, وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ حَبَّبَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْإِيمَانِ وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ وَكَرَّهَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْكُفْرَ وَالْفُسُوقَ وَالْإِسْيَانِ Allah says, this people mentioned in this verse, they are the ones who are upon right guidance. Allah says that he has 
may be loved to you. Iman. Allah Azza wa Jalla is the one who has made Iman beloved to you. وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي كُلُوبِكُمْ And he has adorned this Iman in your hearts. And he has made detested to you Al-Kufr. He has made detested to you disbelief. وَالْفُسُوق Sins. وَالْإِسْيَان And transgression. And Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الرَّاشِدُونَ That these individuals are the ones who are guided right. And so having a firm resolve, it is the starting point of all goodness. It is not just sufficient to know the guidance, but rather what is required from us is to act upon the guidance. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan wa razukuna tiba'ah. Oh Allah, show us the truth for what it is and grant us the ability to adhere to it and to follow it. Because many people know the truth, but many, very, very few people adhere to the path of truth. People acknowledge that this is Tawheed. People will acknowledge that this is the Sunnah, but they will still take a diverging path, Allah Musta'an. And so we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to grant us firmness upon guidance. Because there's no ability for the Abd, for the servant, to achieve steadfastness upon guidance except by Allah Azza wa Jal's divine will. And so we implore Allah Azza wa Jal to grant us the Tawfiq to adhere to the path of guidance. The Prophet goes on to mention, that I ask you to grant me all of the affairs which bring about your mercy. I ask you for all those matters which bring about your mercy in my life and that which brings me closer to you. No matter what form of closeness it is, whether it be in statements or actions or belief, then we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to bring us closer towards Him. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal for those actions and those deeds and those attributes which necessitate that Allah Azza wa Jal grants us Jannah, which is the greatest of all of His mercies. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ بِيَضَّتْ وُجُوهُهُمْ فَفِي رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ As for those whose faces are brightened and those faces who are lit up on the day of Al-Qiyamah فَفِي رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ They will be under the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and therein will they abide forever. And as Ibn Abbas mentioned with regards to the faces of those individuals who are bright on the day of Al-Qiyamah, it refers to the faces of the people who adhere to the Sunnah. Ahlu Sunnati wal Jama'ah in the true sense. Those people who adhere to the Sunnah of the Prophet in terms of their beliefs, their statements and their actions. These are the individuals who will have radiant faces on the day of Al-Qiyamah. The Prophet goes on to mention And I ask you to grant me your forgiveness. I ask you to grant me your forgiveness. Meaning, I ask and I implore of you to guide me towards each and every single action which brings about your forgiveness in my life. And forgiveness comes under the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the Prophet 
He implores Allah Azza wa Jal to grant him the ability to be forgiven by Allah Azza wa Jal. <coughs> the Prophet alayhi salatu goes on to mention, وَأَسْأَلُكَ شُكْرَ نِعْمَتِكَ وَأَسْأَلُكَ شُكْرَ نِعْمَتِكَ And then I ask you to grant me the ability to give gratitude to you. Because there is no way for a servant to show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him the ability to give gratitude to Allah azza wa And the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something which we cannot enumerate and we cannot encompass all the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to give gratitude to Him for His bounties. Because giving gratitude to Allah for His bounties, it necessitates that this bounty is increased. And that this bounty is preserved, and that this bounty, it remains with Him. Like Allah says, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ Allah says, that remember when your Lord most high proclaimed, لَإِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ That if you give gratitude to me, لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ Then certainly, I will increase you in, in the blessing which you have. Will that blessing be a blessing which in terms of our physical bodies or blessings in terms of our wealth or our offspring? Allah Azzawajal says and He promises that if you give gratitude to Him for the blessings which you observe in your life, then certainly I will increase you. And so the question is asked, How do I give gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And how do I Prove to Allah that I am from amongst the shakirin. Ashukru yakunu bil qalbi wal lisan wal arkan. Gratitude. It is achieved by the way of one's heart. Bil qalb. Wa bil lisan. And by way of one's tongue. Wal arkan. And on one's limbs. So whenever Allah Azza wa Jal bestows a bounty upon you, then you affirm that this bounty is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ That whatever bounty you observe in your life, it is from Allah. And it is not from our own abilities. Our physical abilities or our intellectual capacities that we have achieved, whatever we have in our lives. It is by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granting you this bounty and we affirm this within our hearts. وَبِاللِّسَانِ one must also give gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of his tongue. And so he must praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. MashaAllah. La quwwata illa billah. Alhamdulillah. And all of the various supplications which the Prophet taught us for getting dressed and eating and so on and so forth. Shukr is also achieved by way of one's limbs. That this bounty which you have, utilize it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you don't squander this bounty in the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is how a person becomes from the shakirin. Allah maja'alna min ash-shakirin. Akulu ma sami'tum wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum min kulli dhamb fa-astaghfiruh innahu wal-ghafurur rahim.
الحمد لله وحده والصلاة من لا نبي بعده وبعد إباد الله This dua is considered to be a treasure from amongst the treasures of Jannah and so it is imperative that the believer he contemplates the meaning of this dua and he supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of this dua and he must implement it in his life and so the Prophet goes on in this dua and he says وَحُسْنَ عِبَادَتِكَ And I ask you to grant me the ability to worship you in an excellent manner. I ask you to grant me the ability to worship you in an excellent manner. As Allah mentioned in his book, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا That Allah has created us so that he may test us and trial us whom of you are the best with regards to deeds. And in the tafsir of this verse, as is mentioned by Fudayr ibn Iyad, he says that Ahsanu Amala is Akhlasu wa Aswabuhu. It is those deeds that is done sincerely for the sake of Allah, based upon Al-Ikhlas, and it is done in conformity with the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad. So any deed which you want to engage in, first you must ask ourselves, Lima. For whose reason am I doing this act of worship? Am I doing for the sake of being heard for Sum'ah? Am I doing for the sake of ostentation and show off? Or am I doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And this is the first question. The second question we should ask ourselves is Waqaif. <coughs> Lima Waqaif. Secondly, how do I execute this act of worship? And for this, we go back to the guidance of the Prophet in all of our affairs, in terms of our aqidah, and in terms of our belief, and in terms of our statements and our actions, the way we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It must be done the way Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did it. If not, we fall into the statement of Rasulullah when he mentioned, مَنْ أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْرِنَا هَذَا لَيْسَ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ رَدٌ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ and whosoever introduces into this affair of ours that which is not from it will have it rejected. And this, in essence, is innovation, bid'ah. And so, for any deed to be accepted, Allah doesn't look at how many deeds you do, how many raka'at of nafil you perform, or how many hajj you perform, or how much adhkar you do. But rather, Allah looks at the sincerity behind it, and He also looks at the way in which you execute it. Is it done according to the Sunnah of the Prophet or is it done according to innovation? And so this makes ibadah ahsan. This makes ibadah excellent. The Prophet did to mention saliman. I ask you for a heart that is sound. Like Allah mentioned in his book, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٌ on that day, when neither wealth, no offspring will profit you in the least. And Allah makes the exception and He says, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except for the one who comes to Allah Azza wa Jal with a sound heart. And a sound heart is a heart which is أَنَّقِي مِنَ الذُّنُوبِ A heart which is free from sin. وَالْعُيُوبِ And, يعني, Misguidance. The heart that is free 
from everything besides the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A heart that is filled with the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A heart which is free from shirk. A heart which submits to Allah azza wa jal upon the guidance of the Prophet and not a heart which submits to Allah azza wa jal upon the innovated methodologies. And so this is salamatul qalb. And so the Prophet says, وَأَسْأَلُكَ قَلْبًا سَلِيمًا That I ask you for a, a sound heart. As Allah mentioned in the verse, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except for the one who comes to Allah Azza wa Jal with a sound heart. The Prophet goes on to mention, وَلِسَانًا صَادِقًا That I ask you for a tongue which is truthful. Especially in these times where lying is the order of the day. Where we see lying in the media outlets. We see lying in the newspapers. We hear lying from the members. And we are lying with regards to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet says, وَأَسْأَلُكَ لِسَانًا صَادِقًا And I ask you for a tongue which is truthful. مَحْفُوظًا مِنَ الْكَذِبِ A tongue which is preserved and protected from lies. وَإِخْلَافُ الْبِلْوَعِدِ And also, a tongue which is free from making empty promises. And this is one of the greatest of bounties and blessings Allah Azza wa can grant a servant. Because this is the first avenue towards achieving a siddiqiyah, being counted from amongst the siddiqin, the truthful ones. Like the Prophet said, Alaykum bi sidq upon you is truthfulness. فَإِنَّ الصِّدْقَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْبِرِّ Because truthfulness, it guides you towards piety. If a person is truthful, then بِإِذْنِلَّهِ He will be upon the path of guidance. Like just like the Prophet said, وَإِنَّ الْبِرَّ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ And piety, it guides you towards Jannah. وَمَا يَزَالُ الرَّجِلُ يُصَدِّكْ and a person does not cease to be truthful and is very, very diligent with regards to truthfulness up until he is written with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a truthful person, a siddiq. And so the Prophet says, That I asked you for a tongue which is truthful. The Prophet ﷺ closes this to and he says, وَأَسْأَلُكَ مِنْ خَيْرٍ مَا تَعْلَمْ So in the beginning of the dua, the Prophet ﷺ asked Allah Azza wa Jal for various forms of goodness. But then he attached this form of goodness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, that I ask you for, the, for goodness which you alone know of. Because Allah Azza wa Jal is the know of absolutely everything. Every path which leads me towards goodness, then I ask you to grant me the ability to achieve that path. And the Prophet then goes on and he says, وَأُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا تَعْلَمْ And I seek refuge from the evil which you know. For we do not know evil intrinsically. We know evil, but sometimes the pathways to evil, it is subtle. The khutuwat of shaitan, sometimes we don't see it. 
um, ahead of us. And so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection from evil which He knows. For Allah Azza wa Jal is the knower of the unseen. And then the Prophet he closes the dua and he says, وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا لَا تَعْلَمْ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمْ And I seek forgiveness with you for that which you know alone. For a servant may do misguided deeds and he might engage in sin and he knows it. And sometimes a person might engage in sin and he is unaware that he is engaging in sin. Like the Prophet said, Ya Aba Bakrin, لِشِرْكِ فِيكُمْ أَخْفَى مِنْ دَبِيبِ النَّمَلِ He said, Oh Abu Bakr, shirk amongst you, it is more subtle than a black ant. And what the Prophet was referring to here, it is ar-riyah. That we will, ga- we will engage in a deed and we won't actually know that we did this deed for other than the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness for those sins which he knows. For indeed you are the knower of the unseen. And Rahimakumullah wa aqimu salah.